Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This meeting is being recorded. Good evening. Welcome to the Hoosier Huddle. Uh, After the dust settles on Indiana's 45-14 loss to Penn State, that was... uh, Befuddling, I, I would call it maddening. Um, a lot of questions, not a whole lot of answers coming from that game on on Saturday, Alex. I know uh, you and I have talked at large about this at all the time, and we will not spend too much time on the game outside of why in the world is Jack Tuttle starting that game? Um, Love Jack as a person, feel awful for him that he went down with an injury, but the roster management of Indiana right now is awful. Um, It's that's the best word for it. It's awful. You have Dexter Williams, who's a third year sophomore and, and I get it. It's Penn state, but you know what? I'm done with babying guys. You're going to eventually, if you're going to be the guy at IU, you're eventually going to have to to um, play Penn State and Ohio State and Michigan and Michigan State and Purdue and in hostile environments and all that stuff. And in bad weather, there's never an ideal time to say, hey, we're going to get you your first start. But to start somebody who is in the transfer portal who entered the transfer portal two weeks ago is unacceptable. It, it does nothing for your program. I get that you're not officially at a bowl contention and you're still not officially at a bowl contention until you, you get your brains beaten by Ohio state on Saturday. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, after you lost to um, Maryland and, and Rutgers, it, it, it was over. The time to start Jack Tuttle was at Nebraska, um, in, in my opinion, and, and that time has passed. And we wish Jack the best and a speedy recovery. But, I mean, the roster management this year has been awful. You have a four-star in-state wide receiver who's redshirting. You've got four kickoff returns from him. Um and not a lot of – it wasn't like he was going out in routes and getting meaningful reps. He was returning kicks when if you had Jalen – and in high leverage situations, you use Jalen Lucas anyway. Um, it just – it makes no sense. It, it The program management made me more mad than IU's getting blown off the field um, and things like that. I know you probably feel the same, and we'll get into – the health of the program. Um, I use probably not going to like what we have to say, but whatever, it needs to be said. Yeah. I mean, we're one of six people still talking about the football program. So, you know, we should be thankful that we are, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I'm pretty apathetic. I think I said it after the Maryland game, but 
just nothing easy. I don't know what the identity is. I don't have a single bright spot for you after yesterday. James Evans, I baby. The uniforms look good. I, I don't know. Um, but I don't know. It's uh, pretty frustrating. I was pretty apathetic. I had no reaction to pretty much any any score that Penn State had after it was tied at seven. You score to tie the game. You get an interception on the very next play that Penn State runs on offense. And then from that point on, look like an FCS school and got your doors absolutely blown off at home in another must-win game. No fight. Taiwan Mullen got in a fight, I think, in the fourth quarter. That was about the most energy and physicality I've seen on the field in the last six weeks. So at least that was good. Nothing. No, no, really. I don't know. It, re- I'm, I'm, it, it reminded me of games last year where they had, you know, the first drive was was solid, and then the rest of the game was absolute trash. Uh, and as soon as the opponent went ahead, they mailed it in. It, it really was a throwback game to last year. Um, quarterback yeah, injuries, just, offensive line. It was just, and, and it wasn't. It's that's not even the most maddening part. The most maddening part is that. It doesn't seem that this administration gives a crap that this is the product that they're rolling out, um, that, you know, you have facilities that you are, are quite frankly, embarrassing to have. Yeah, it's an indoor facility. It was great 30 years ago. Um, IU needs to, I, I think, I, I forgot where the comment was, is either on Facebook or on Twitter uh, in one of our threads. But IU cannot become stagnant in the facilities race. They cannot say, hey, in 2008, we put whatever, $50 million into the north end zone and, and all of that stuff. And, and it's ridiculous. And you know what? Was, it, and I'm going to sound like a total jerk right now. The thing that, that probably made me the most mad, I went and get a hot dog before the game started because the press box food is absolute garbage. The mustard was out. Like, come on. There's no, it's not like there was 50,000 people and it's halftime and you you forgot. It's 60 minutes before kickoff. There's 40 people in the stands and you don't have deli mustard. Like, that's the kind of crap that it's so brainless and such an easy thing to do. Just, they they don't care. It's, and it's obvious. They don't care. Um, and the people who think that they're going to magically come up with $25.5 million, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. Have, have another drink, wishful thinking. It ain't happening. Um, your best bet is is that, and whatever, if they do come up with the $25 million, do you really want Scott Dolson picking the next the, the next uh, IU football coach? Because I'm, I'm done with IU guys getting hired by IU. I, I, I'm done with it. They've been losing for 150 years. It's time to try something new, anything new. I, I, they, need to, they need to clean house. And that's – I don't think it happens this year. I don't think it happens if basketball has the season that they're expected to have. Um, but it, it's time to realize that the football program has to matter. 
you know, you could do all these Olympic sports and all that stuff. If your football program doesn't matter, those sports are going out, out the window. You kiss soccer goodbye, kiss baseball goodbye, um, women's basketball. You're not going to be able to give NIL deals to people. Come on. It's it's embarrassing. And it's there are about 30,000 diehard IU fans who deserve better uh, than the product that they're putting out. And, and you can scream and yell all you want at Tom Allen and all that stuff. It's not it's not on him. It's not. It's it's on the athletic department and the culture that they built around the athletic department that has basically shoved football aside because, you know, basketball was elite in the 80s and 70s. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll say I've been a you know very adamant defender of Allen. I think some of it is on him, so I don't want to say it's not on him or he's absolved of any blame. I think he absolutely is. But you it's know, despite all, all on challenges, despite all, yes, despite all of the challenges that are put against him and the team from an administration standpoint, some of the things that are on the field happening that you can control are just still absolutely appalling. And the absolute mismanagement of the roster top to bottom, the season's over. And I said this again after we lost the Rutgers game. The season was over again before Halloween for a second straight year. And he's making the same mistake he made last year by playing the old guys that he promised, you know, we're going to play and change the culture and you're going to be drafted and don't care. I'm sick of seeing the same guys make the same mistakes, make the same blatant errors, late hits, missed assignments, three missed tackles on a run. Sick of it. Play the young guys. Let's see what we have. And doing it again for a second straight year when the season is over again is very disturbing in my mind. It's absolutely unacceptable. And it better change next week. You're going into a Big Ten game as a 39-point underdog, and no one cares. That's disgusting. 39-point underdog in a conference game, and everyone's like, well, yeah, that's just what it is. Disgusting. And I'm sick of it. And yeah, from an administration standpoint, the one constant in the history of college football that directly relates to success is spending money. And for whatever reason, in 200 years of Indiana University playing football, haven't been able to figure that out. I don't know how, I don't know why, but it's disgusting and I'm sick of it. So state of the program, state of the program is horrible. So I'm one of your most passionate defenders. I have nothing to defend at this point. It's disgusting. It's embarrassing. I'm sick of it. And until somebody, you know, with money says this is enough, it's going to be the same as it is every year. So until we start paying for three home buy games every year, it's going to be the same thing every year. Until we start spending money on NIL, until we improve the indoor facility, until we improve the fan experience, gear offerings, what recruits get on their visits, it's going to be the same. So as much as I want to get worked up about it, may as well just watch the game every Saturday, hope for a couple cool plays, and then wait for basketball season because that's what they want. So, you know, they're getting their wish. I'm sick of it. It's disgusting. But unfortunately, I don't think there's that many of us that think it's disgusting or that we deserve better, which, again, is what they want. So No, yeah, it's definitely – it has to be a, a loud minority there's um, definitely a loud majority who just doesn't care about football and doesn't, I, I don't know if that's 
goes back generations um, to, you know, having Notre Dame on TV and IU basketball on TV. Um, I don't know the breakdown of whether it's you're, if you're an alum of IU, do you care about IU football or those people who are what I call reversible jacket fans? Are they not alumni? Are they just the people who grow up in the state who grew up on IU basketball and, and Notre Dame football? I don't know. I haven't yeah, done that I don't know. study. I mean, you've seen like there are fan. You've seen it like within the last decade. You've seen the fan support. The turnout at the bowl game in Florida was awesome. You've seen awesome home crowds the last couple of years. The bucket game, I think, in 2015 in West Lafayette was about 40% IU fans. We stormed the field at Purdue. That That's crap. There are more football fans than basketball fans, no matter how high and mighty and storied the basketball program is. They're there. They just have no reason to come to a game. Why would you come to a game at Memorial Stadium right now? There's zero reason to. The, no, fan ex- the game experience has been the same for 10 years. The... Marching band stinks. The team stinks. The stadium itself and the concourses stinks. Tailgating stinks. I, why would you go? There's no reason there's, to go. No, there, there's not. And, you know, the the whole whatever. We never lost the tailgate. Um, yeah, it was windy on Saturday. It was also 65 degrees and dry, and there's about 10 tailgaters out there. So I'm done with that. Never lost a tailgating stuff either. Uh, but you're right. There, there's no reason to come down to Bloomington. Uh, there's, and I talked about this after the Rutgers game. The athletic department has to do more than the bare minimum to get people there. Put on a, a carnival. Do something. It, it, you're already a clown show. So nothing you do, nothing you try is going to make you a, a bigger embarrassment than – you know, you already are, even in the eyes of IU fans here, it's an embarrassment. So, you know, I, I don't know, create a position, you know, a football game day general manager or game day production manager, something like that, because it costs money. It, it costs money. Yeah, it, it, you're right. It, it does cost all these, money. All the other programs hire. I think I saw something leading into the Tennessee Georgia game. Tennessee has 53 coaching staff members on payroll. Can you imagine that in, in Bloomington? There's Our no press way. box is not big enough for that. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. I, there's, how did Tennessee go from we gift them a bowl game two years ago to, you know, being number one, one in the country game two years yeah. later, you know, because they spend money and yep. they have a good stadium environment and they have good fan support. It's not hard. Like everyone's like, oh my God, it's so hard to win in the Big Ten. It's so hard to win in college football. Maryland is very stable. Maryland wins games. Purdue wins games. It's not <laughs> Minnesota it's, wins games. It's it's, it's not, not rocket hard. science. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. It's not hard. No, and we got to get past the the thinking of the only thing that matters is a national championship or getting to the college football playoff. Because yeah, that's it. Nearly impossible. That means you're going to have to have an unbelievable season. You know, playing in the Big Ten East, you you have to beat Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, Purdue, Penn State, all that. To have those stars line up in a year is rare. But there's no reason IU can't do what they did in 19 and 20 on a consistent basis and and go, uh, you know, eight and four in in the regular season and, you know, six and two or six and one in the Big Ten. Um, 
with, you know, that win over Michigan, a win over Michigan State and Penn State. Like, that's that was your once-a-decade, you know, team. But there's no reason you can't have a 2019, you know, every other year. Or, you know, it's something where you're bet- between five and, and eight wins every single year. There's zero reason other than that IU doesn't spend the money. And it's for a an institution who's about to get uh, whatever nine figures, um, hundred million dollars uh, from TV money, and it's already spent. Yeah, it's probably already spent on things that needed to, to be spent on twenty five years ago. But it, it's you gotta you gotta spend money to make money. That it, it, it's. It's got to happen. You got to, you know, they're going to let this program die on the vine if it hasn't already died on the vine. Because the way it's going, they're not paying the $25.5 million this year. They're not paying the 20 whatever the next year. And it really, would, would I think it drops to $7.8 after the 24 season. Do you, there's even some question, do you really, can I, you really afford that? I mean, they probably can afford it, but do you really think they'll spend that money? So now you now you've got a lame duck coach for three more seasons, and I mean, who knows? Maybe Tom Allen's had enough and enough of of um, not being supported by the administration and not having the tools to win. And yeah, he's at fault because look, Monty Matthews should have been benched after that late hit. That was just a stupid, selfish play. And then the, the next whatever two plays later he goes to tackle the the running back and bounces off of him like you know he's made out of rubber it's well he bounced off him then your preseason all big 10 fifth year senior and mullen and your sixth year grad safety john haynes at safety and walked into the end zone so yeah yeah it's i don't know there's this whole red shirting thing is you, you gotta, you gotta figure out what you have. You have four games, three games. Now, any guy who has not played in the four, who's a young guy is, it has to play. I don't even think it, the fourth thing doesn't matter. You have to play guys now, or they're going to transfer regardless yeah. of the, like you have to play them or they're going to leave. Yep. Yeah. Just treat them like it's their senior year. year. You have to, if they're not going to play now, they're going to go, well, when the hell am I going to play? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's when when are you going to play? And that's if I'm Dexter Williams, you know, the, the question I I have for the coaching staff, and it goes back to that 2020 season. We saw Jack Tuttle get his bell rung against Wisconsin, and it was like they needed a gift from God to not play Dexter Williams. And then in the bowl game, Jack Tuttle separates his shoulder and you have Dexter Williams, who's who had the, the the ball practices, who's you know you're no longer just a freshman. You're you're at the end of your freshman season. You should be able to run the offense, and you've been running as the backup since November, the end of November. Why? What's the issue with Dexter Williams? What's the red flag? Why is he now third string? Like what? What are we doing? That, yeah, that's. My thing that's and I a question a I hope somebody asks tomorrow is yeah, what, nobody, what do you, nobody will because no one will be at the press conference, but um, 
you know, my thing, I saw a lot of people griping on Twitter, which I get, you know, why Dexter, where's Dexter? I'm not going to sit here and say, we know who should play. And, you know, we, we thought, you know, he's a better quarterback or this or that. The bottom line is Jack Tuttle should not have started the game. So I don't Correct. care who they picked, if it was Soresby or Williams, Jack Tuttle. And again, love the guy. He had great moments for us, you know, battled his heart out in the COVID year, played super hurt in the Ole Miss bowl game, on and on and on. He's leaving, and I hope he can still transfer now. I don't know how that works, but I hope he didn't screw up his chance to play somewhere else next year by coming into the game yesterday. But the bottom line is he should have not started the game or seen the field yesterday. And regardless, it does you, it does, it does IU nothing. Yeah. You needed a miracle to win that game. And then you needed three more or two more miracles after that to get to a bowl game. It does you nothing. You wasted almost two quarters of reps that game reps against the top tier defense in the big 10 that you don't get for Tuttle to run the ball eight. He ran the ball eight times. It's not even like, Oh, he'll, you know, he'll get the ball up better and run, you know, run the offense better. No, you just scrambled. So it's like, yeah, I get the offensive line stinks and the offense has played horribly, but. You just he wasted a whole anyway from the offense. Not like anybody else on offense benefited by Tuttle playing. No, and you basically you wasted whatever four drive, however many drives yeah he had in the in the first half, four or five drives, and you know you look at the offensive line. I don't know what happened to Josh Sales, but he didn't return after some uh, you know a play in the I think in the first half, and he had Parker Hannah again. And then Sammy, what happened the rest of the game? It was a disaster. Nothing. It no, literally nothing it was, happened. It was Parker Hanna playing right tackle. Yeah. What? Yeah. Play Bray Not- Lynch or play Carter Smith. Like, what are you doing? What are we doing? What yeah. are we doing? Or, Parker Hanna, know, we know he's terrible. We've seen him be terrible all season, and he's gone. He's a fifth-year, six-year senior. Play your yeah, two freshmen gone. that were super high. It just – it just the and, roster mismanagement, like the the program functioning parts now, six years in, there are things happening six years in that should not be happening. And again, no one cares because basketball starts tomorrow, but just fundamentally flawed organization of the college football program. And it's disgusting. Um, so, I don't yeah. Know. And, and it goes back to, you go back to, to last year, you go back to the years where IU was winning in blowout games and they didn't play those young guys. So it's been a theme yeah. and I know I've complained about it in the past, but it's been a theme throughout Allen's tenure is that he doesn't play the reserves. Like last year against Ohio state, getting their brains beat in, you're playing Micah McFadden in the fourth quarter. Like I get that he wants to play and the guy is a warrior, but he was going pro. He's not sticking around. And you, you you lost Ty Wise because of it, and you lost some some other um, you know linebackers because of it, and it's 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 exactly it's like what are you doing? And it's like I don't even care about the play anymore right now. It's how are you managing this program to it be to, to for it to be successful next year? And it's not. Because the way it sets up, you have a stupid series with Louisville that you scheduled so that basketball yep. could play Louisville, you know, yep. so that Tom Crean could play Louisville for three games and get his brains beaten by the Cardinals, too. So it's uh, it's disgusting that Indiana football is being sacrificed, um, you know, 
even going back to that series, back to maybe Tom Crean beats Louisville and you make a couple fans happy that you're playing down in Louisville and you're playing in Indianapolis and stuff like that. I mean, come on. It's, it, it makes, it makes zero sense. And then you're playing a stupid game at Connecticut. You're playing Notre Dame because some people wanted to play Notre Dame. Like, what are you doing? It does not go play three wins. You need to do that. Nobody at home. Did. Yes. At home. Or, or no you more know what? For, I'm, no more two-for-ones with Western Kentucky because it's cheaper. You know, no I, more. Yeah, I'm fine no with the two-for-one. with all state down the road or in Indy because that's what you do to help out in-state programs. Look around the Big Ten. Nobody else does that. I'm actually okay with playing in Indianapolis against Ball State, but I'd want it to be an Indiana home game in terms of the game operations or, you know, one of those neutral site games where it's like an indie kickoff classic or whatever. But yeah, you're right. No, no, stop with those games. Stop with the, you know, the random games um, traveling places. Cause you know what? You very well could have lost to Western Kentucky last year. You've lost to Bowling Green in the past. You've lost to Ball State. I mean, Kevin Wilson lost to Ball State twice. And he lost to Ball State like three times um, since 2008. It's this guy, like somebody in that department needs to figure out how to run a football program. You do it like Kansas State did it because Kansas State was the worst football program in the history of football programs for a very long time. Bill Schneider came in, changed the whole program, got his JUCO transfers, played three, four, however many wins you could get in the non-conference game and still qualify for a bowl and have them still qualify for bowl eligibility. He did. And you know what? Kansas State is a solid program now. Yep. Nobody remembers Ken. Yep. And they hired an FCS coach, but the infrastructure was solid. The money they spend is solid and they're still really good now. Even and he was a winning head coach. FCS coach. Yeah, he was a winning FCS coach, and and you see it now going with Kansas, with with Lance Leipold. Um, you know, it, it's somebody in the athletic department needs to figure out, or they need to hire somebody who knows how to run a a, a football program. Somebody from the south, somebody, anybody. Just not an IU guy, not a former IU manager, not a former IU player, not a former IU coach. Get somebody who knows what they're doing, who's not who has not been exposed to the IU culture, and who could also handle saying, "Listen, basketball is not king anymore. It could be one A, one B, but right now the the." Emphasis needs to be on fixing the football program, investing in the football program. And, you know, you, you look at all the facilities around the Big Ten that are getting built, and everybody is blown by IU. Everybody. I, look, I've been there. I've been to every Big Ten stadium except for Minnesota, and that's brand new. So it, it's, it's not even the state. Like it's not even the stadium is cool, but that's that's six days or seven days a year. It's the other yeah. stuff that no one sees. We're not even close. We're not getting no. blown by. We're not getting passed up. We've been passed up, even with you know the stuff in the end zone. It's not even close. We're not even close. No, not even close. And, and, so, yeah, and some and favorite, yeah, some you know, could argue that 
it's not you don't have football only facilities. How many times have we seen spring practice and as we're doing interviews, the baseball and softball teams are coming into Mellon Camp to use batting cages. I mean, they have a nice facility up at the. It, it's it's just that that does not happen at other places yeah, in the Power add, Five. Do you imagine the you know the women's soccer program or a different program at Michigan asking to use the the big house field for something? Can you imagine that? No, because it would never happen. No, they use. I mean, they use Michigan Stadium for other stuff, but it was the Winter Classic with the NHL. It was a um, you know, you know a international soccer game where it's bringing in millions and millions of dollars and, and things like that. And that if they actually mess up the field, that I'm sure Michigan had in their contract book any damage done to the field, you're going to have to replace it. Yeah, because they mean, know what they're doing. Really from like a in the department standpoint, can you imagine a different program requesting? No. Oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to do practice or have a barbecue out on, on the football field. No, no, it doesn't happen. The only, the only thing they're doing in the football stadium is running stadium stairs. That's it. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, just stuff like that. And then, you know, a big theme of this, you know, era right now is that, Oh, you know, I want to, you know, build the tradition and restore the culture and the, the tradition of what the culture of what being the suckiest program in the history of college football. That's what I don't get. Oh, we gotta, I want to, you know, we can't do different jerseys. We gotta, you know, we're playing for the name on the front of the Jersey. We suck. What, what is the culture you're trying to, to bring back or, you know, what are we, what's the history we're, you know, going for being the losingest program in the history of the major division one football, try something different. I don't understand. What what are we, and what if are they, we honoring? What tradition do we need to rely on or restore? Or the tradition we've had in 200 years of being a university is being awful at football. So why doesn't anybody just go, hmm, let's completely blow it up. Let's completely do something different. Let's try and do something crazy. Let's nothing. Let's just, Not- we'll roll the ball out 12 times because the Big Ten wants us to play 12 football games. We'll do all the cute little, you know, hype videos in July, and then we'll just go get our doors blown off in Big Ten play every season. That's yeah, that's that, our tradition. Yeah, outside no of one cares. Outside We're 40 of the underdogs in a Big Ten game next week, and everyone's just like, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's 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 what it is. Yeah, I hope I hope we cover. What? Forty point underdogs in a conference game in November, and we're like, yeah. That, that's cool season. Unbelievable. It is. It is. Well, you know what? It's very believable. Yeah. That, yeah that's, right. I mean, it, nothing is unbelievable when it comes to IU. You know, people are like, oh my God, this is shocking. No, it's not. This is, they've been doing the same thing, as you said, for 200 years. So why, you know, it's outside of maybe a dozen years, IU football has been absolutely awful and you go back if people want to oh well the Mallory errors are so great well you know what the same thing happened at the end of the Mallory era as it's happening now with Tom Allen you had a coach that was overly loyal to an assistant and it there was no progress on facilities 
Um, crowds went down. You didn't take advantage of the hot streak you had. You didn't go to a bowl game in Detroit because you didn't want to spend the money to go to the Motor City Bowl. When You know what? Nobody cares if you played in the Motor City Bowl in 1994, but it counts as another bowl game so that when you look at the records, it says, oh, instead of they, they went to six bowl games in seven years instead of five in seven years. It's it's the same stuff over and over again, and it's not going to change. Yeah, and, and and I don't see IU moving on from Tom Allen, and I don't think fans. I don't think fans. If I'm a fan. I don't want them to move on from Tom Allen unless they move on from other people in the athletic department. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't that's not going to happen. So I don't, it's not worth talking yeah. about. No, everybody's nice and we're, you know, we follow all the rules and we're good to everybody and, you know, rah, rah, go Hoosiers, whatever. Yeah, God, God forbid a media member looks at a recruit on the sideline the wrong way. You have a compliance person run over and 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 yell at them, or you know it, it's everybody else is skirting the rules, um, and IU is sitting here playing by the rules like a bunch of dummies. Uh, yeah, and, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm I just pulled up the box score, which I should not have done. Um, not pretty. James Evans, one positive, James Evans has become an elite punter. Yeah, 69-yard punt, very nice. Five, I think he had, what, five inside the 20, two inside the five, and three over 50 yards, and, and a, a really windy day. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I, yeah batting that ball it. back on one of those was probably the best play on the ball Jalen Williams has made all year. Yeah. He got abused on Saturday, but also, what is IU? Yeah, IU hyped up this weather to be like a typhoon on Saturday and drove people away for tailgating and all that stuff. And it's like, no big deal. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, no one was there anyway. Let's be real. No. But, but yeah, box score. Um, if I told you that Penn State had more tackles for loss than IU had first downs, you would say true or false? True. If I told you Penn State had more first downs and Indiana had points, you would say true or false? True. Yeah, you're right. Penn State uh, had more ta- 16 tackles for loss and IU had 14 points. Um, they had 64 yards in lost yardage for tackles for loss, and IU had 65 rushing yards. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Another game with five plus sacks given up. Um, 1.9 yards per carry. Um, I mean, it makes no sense. I'll penalize again. I don't it know. makes zero sense. It's just looking at who touched the ball, Josh Henderson averaged 6.3 yards a carry. You got him the ball seven times, seven times. Now look, Sean Shivers only had three carries, but it's for never negative six yards. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jalen Lucas, yeah. you're running him up the middle. Got the ball 
uh, eight times. Got eight yards. It's it, it, you have a, a four-star freshman in-state player at receiver, and you're redshirting him. That doesn't happen at other places. Omar Cooper needs to be on the field. You're you're well, especially at IU. It's not like you're sitting. You know, it's not like a you know factory. No, he's sitting behind you know. Javon Swinton, who yeah. has more drops than you know a rainstorm. But he wears a hoodie under his jersey, so he looks sweet. It, and it, it makes no sense. I don't know, it and may- I don't want to be critical of the players because then you know. No, but, but it, it, it God, it's it's so annoying how bad we suck. It's it's just it, it's. I don't know. There's no. Ken Bikeoff put it well on the post game yesterday. You know, he said, "IU basketball. The fans have faith that they'll be good. Like that, they believe that they'll be good. And and all Indiana has is hope. It's like you hope that they might be good, and hope doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's the hope that kills you. I think that's the line from Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. It's the hope that kills you." That that's what it is. Indiana football is just you, you. You hope you could do something, not hey, let's actually do something. Let's actually invest in the football program. Let's actually get, you know, former. And I'm glad that the 2017 was back um, uh, on the field and and things like that because IU needs to do that every single year. I don't care if it's a 15 year. They need to bring back ball teams and former players every single year and start treating them like. Um, the you know the players for basketball um, that that you roll out the red carpet for. Um, did they do anything? Like that. Um, did they do anything in game for Micah or Peyton Hendershot? I don't. Not that I noticed. That's good. The two guys in the NFL that are playing well as rookies that spent their bye week in Bloomington to watch us get crushed, and you don't. You don't put them up on the scoreboard or do anything or tweet out a picture not, not, during the game. I mean, they did. They tweeted out that video of Michael with uh, with Cam Jones at the yeah, walk, and I know, I know they did the walk, but yeah, it, it's, it's we had too I many game highlights to post, so they couldn't they couldn't get that one in there. I guess yeah. yeah I I don't know. I didn't notice it. I also wasn't paying attention all that much. Um, I, I was more researching how many. TFLs an opponent has is a record. I couldn't find it. It's not a stat. Um, but yeah, it's you got to start bringing former players back and, and getting them to to care and, and rolling out the red carpet for them. It's you got to do. You got to acknowledge that your football program exists. That's the problem. Well, I and I just want to see like somebody, you know, if it's Scott or if it's somebody else, just say this is what I think we need. We need help. Like, I just want somebody to say, I need money. We need money. If you donate to best, this is what I need. Help me. And yes. Yes. And have I, a vision. I know it's, you know, maybe public is not, you know, the best way, but you would hear about that stuff. If people were back channeling and you would hear, Oh, I use asking for a ton of money because they think they're, you know, way in over their heads and they need a new indoor you would hear about that stuff we haven't heard any of that i've never heard any of that no and you need to pitch the vision you need and nobody's going to donate because oh well you know iu needs a new well they have Mellencamp, so 
No, you need to, this is what we want to do. Here is a rendering. It costs whatever, a couple grand yeah. to get a rendering. That's Here's what all the other schools we play package. look like. Here's yeah. what the schools in the Mac look like. Yeah, it, here's, here's what we want to do. Here's what we have. Here's what we want to do. Here's how much it costs. And we'll give you better basketball seats if you donate this amount of money. Or, you know, we'll give you sideline passes for, for, the, for the, you know, Ohio State game or, you know, something like that. Whatever VIP treatment they could get that literally costs you nothing. It costs you nothing to get sideline passes for the game. It costs you nothing, maybe a couple hundred bucks, to put them in the, the, the sweet seats in the end zone. Take them with you to Vegas for the Arizona basketball game. Like, yeah. You know, give them the VIP treatment, you know, to have them sit courtside at, at, at a basketball game or whatever, the 1976 club. It's you got to have picture vision. And th that's there is no vision. That What is the vision for Indiana football? Well, you know, we, we, you're right. We have cool uniforms that go back to 1991 and it says Indiana on the chest. So we look like the basketball program. We're nice and we're nice to everybody. Oh yeah. Right. We have good sportsmanship and um, we have led lights that are new, but we don't use. Them. And my, I don't know if I've ever said this before. So when they finally closed off the North, or the south end zone the this is honestly i think this is one of this is might be my biggest gripe off of the field related to the program so this is kind of a, a big announcement for me when they finally did the new scoreboard the fact that it doesn't go all the way to the top of the limestone border and there's a little gap at the top you have no idea how mad that makes me next time you're at the stadium look at it it, it's I know there's a there's a camera in the middle at the top of it to shoot film and stuff and for TV that makes sense but the LED like board could go around the camera up to the top of it to the border of the limestone and it doesn't there's just like a black rectangle all the way across the top ugly drives me absolutely crazy and the fact everyone said that looked good or no one said anything when they were installing that pretty much sums up the state of the program but so anyone listening or watching, first of all, thank you. Hope you take a deep breath and we get through the end of the season together. But take two, a next deep time breath there, and a couple shots. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, but next time you're at the stadium, look at that because it. I mean, maybe I just this is one of those things I shouldn't have pointed out. You know, it's like the background noise. Oh, do you hear that? No, but now that you pointed it out, now I can't stop hearing. It. Next time you're there, look at it. It drives me crazy how bad it looks it looks so bad and it drives me nuts that the yeah fact i remember you uh i remember you complaining the the, oh i remember you complaining about it and i kind of forgot about it so thanks for bringing it back up so <laughs> next time against purdue i'll be staring at the black bar on on the the top of the scoreboard but yeah it's the little things like that it, it's you know the 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 banners around the stadium are old and tattered uh, that say Indiana Hoosiers. Those things have been up for for over a decade. You clean them, get new ones. Uh, it, it's you have LED lights. You don't have a light show. You played a whole bunch of late afternoon evening games and, and stuff like that. Um, it, it, not having full mustard things at the beginning of the game. Um, 
you know, it's one working elevator in the press box, you know, it's the, it's the little things just like it's just the little things and they add up and it adds up on the field too. We talked, you talked about that yesterday at the little thing, not scoring on the interception, the Tuttle Jack sliding Tuttle early. slide sliding early, uh, not getting the first down. Uh, and that, I think that led to Penn state touch. And it probably in the long run does not make a difference in the outcome of the game, but it's those little things that it, it adds up and it just shows that you're a dysfunctional program, not having jerseys ready for kickoff against Illinois. When, you know, everybody has been hyping up this game as the biggest game of the Tom Allen era. And you, and you don't have a freaking t-shirt ready, uh, you know, for your highest rated recruit or, you know, um, anybody else. It's stuff like that. There, it is uh, a no-brainer to have. Hey, NIL was announced. Let's get Adidas on the phone, or it should have even been. Hey, NIL is going to be announced in three months. Let's get Adidas on the phone. What do we need to do to get these things ready to go and out the door? Because you didn't. They did not take advantage of the 2019-2020 season uh, in 2021. Uh, when you had NIL, this thing was coming down the pipe. Everybody could see it from 50 miles away. And all of a sudden you're shocked that NIL and you're not ready for it. And you know what, what pisses me off the most, you have the Kelly school of business and you have the Cuban center right there, ready to do free work for you. And it's, you can't, you can't get a a t-shirt for Desan McCullough. You, you can't put a couple players on the um, to do in-house commercials. You, you can't have uh, banners that look, you know, like they haven't been rolled out of the closet from 1985. And you know what? And I know Andy Graham's going to agree with me. You can't get the color crimson correct. They're red. We look like Wisconsin, we look like Rutgers, and we look like Nebraska. Indiana's colors are not red and white. That's why I never liked the whole go big red thing. We're not red. We're crimson. It's those failures that just add up. And, yeah, people call you crazy and all that stuff. But those are the red flags that just scream ineptitude. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I've, you know. Said it for a long time, but you never know. Everyone, oh, you know, you're an idiot. Why do you you do this to yourself? You know, yeah, I'll never stop. So no, it's it. your alma mater. It's the it, this is why college sports are so great because you feel like you're part of the program. You know, you you went to the school. You have something in common. You have you know friends who you know went to that school and things like that and we have our group text message and and you know i'm sure everybody has that group and it's there's just something special about that time and it's not just in indiana it's anywhere there's something special about those college years that you spend going to sporting games sporting events going to the bars hanging out and yeah we're i we'll We'll be back. We're not going to duck out like some other people because it got a little bit hard. Um, but it, it's 
you want the program to be good as an alumnus of the school because I'm sick of getting text messages from my buddies who are Michigan and Ohio State fans. Like, you know, I, I'm done being the butt of jokes and it's it's getting embarrassing. Luckily, my brother didn't go to a school with college with football, so he can't talk crap. But it's I'm done with all these other people talking crap. And it's because the, the football program has been treated as the, the, the redheaded stepchild for 150 years. Yeah, I don't know. The good news is uh, the schedule lightens up and we're not on national TV this Saturday. So that, yeah, we that's are. Uh, yeah, I was kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we on. Another, we're on Fox. another national national kickoff game and at Ohio State and big noon uh, kickoff yep, will and, be there. Yep, big noon. That's uh, the second time. They're just following Indiana around big noon kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. Pile everybody into the clown car. Yep. So, well, that's what we're doing. We'll, we'll be out there on Saturday uh, at Ohio State with Don and Rhett in the, the radio booth doing the stats and uh, and all that stuff. So we'll have you covered. Alex, thanks for jumping on and, and uh, you know, shooting it for uh, about an hour. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we're as fed up as, as, as you guys, um, but we'll continue to cover the program. Because you know what? I think that's the best, that's the most value we could bring to the program is giving it coverage and covering it as we would like to have the program covered as fans. Uh, that's the reason I started the site was because I, as an Indiana football fan, there was nobody covering the team. So I said, you know what? We're going to do it ourselves. And, and here we are nearly 10 years later. Um, had some good times, had some bad times, uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's the Hoosier Huddle Roundtable. You can follow us on Twitter at Hoosier underscore huddle. Uh, subscribe, rate, like, comment on YouTube. Uh, same thing on Facebook. And, uh, you know, keep hugging away. Just, you know, we got to make this, uh, the football program matter to the right people. And, and we'll see. We got three more games left to finish out the season. Uh, next week, as we said, is a noon kickoff on Fox against Ohio State in Columbus. Uh, I believe the line was 38 and a hook, uh, but that probably has gone up. Uh, might be a 45 now, Alex, since the show started. But uh, we'll see. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll be back uh, with our roundtable on uh, Tuesday evening. Yep, sounds great. Thanks, as always, for having me. Go IU. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.